are listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. So today is very cool. This is actually the first time that we've ever done this, actually having a reappearance guest on the podcast. So Jerome, what's up, man? This is the second time being on the podcast. First one, we're almost at like 150, I believe, something like that. Yeah, I know that we were in the uh, double digits, I think, when we did this last time. And I'm, I'm honored to be back on your podcast, Brandon. It's been a good road since last time. You know, we've done a lot of different deals, established yeah. good relationships, had some good dinners and stuff together. And yeah, life is good. Even through COVID and everything, life is good. Yeah, yeah especially with COVID. There's a lot of yeah. naysayers out there and a lot of hard times for some people, honestly. But, you know, the blessings keep on coming and, and the perseverance of just pushing through any obstacles. That's, that's what it takes, right? Yeah, sure. It is what it takes. Anybody out there that doesn't know a little bit more of your story, do you mind just diving into who you are, where you're from a little bit deeper into your story? And and then we can kind of talk a little bit more about what's coming up. Yeah, absolutely, Brandon. So for those of you guys who don't know my story, I'm in the real estate development sector and I invest in a broad stream of real estate. And I, I didn't start in real estate. I didn't come from a real estate family. My dad was an accountant. My mom worked as a bookkeeper and in nonprofits. And I kind of was the black sheep of the family. I kind of went off into entrepreneurship, didn't even know what the word meant. When I was in it for about three years in, people would say, oh, so you're an entrepreneur because uh, I own my own company. I didn't know what the word meant. And I, I, so I would say, well, yeah, you know, I'd agree with them because I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> and so 27 years ago, when I opened up my first company, I struggled like everybody, Brandon. And I knew that if I kept working hard enough and educating myself, I'd figure something out. And about two and a half, three years into my journey, I started doing extremely well, but I overspent like most kids in their young 20s do. And I bought fancy cars and a bunch of stuff I, I didn't need, but I thought I needed because it made me feel good at the time. And so I landed up with going back down to zero. And I started another company about a year later. And I thought I'm going to invest in some assets that will grow in spite of my companies. Because if this ever happens to me again, I just don't want to be, ever be in a position that I have nothing. And so instead of buying a bunch of fancy cars and stuff again, I, I started investing in real estate. And I started in just single family rental homes like most people start because that seems to be the place that made the most sense to me. And I think that's what makes sense to most people. But shortly after, probably a year and a half, two years into my first purchases, I realized I didn't really care for the single family home rentals at that time. And so I got into commercial buildings. I was forced because of the growth of my construction in real estate, my real estate development company to buy a piece of commercial real estate because I was running out of my house and I got kicked out. My neighbors complained about me. And so they kicked me out. I decided to buy a building and I leased out 75% of it. I took occupied about 25% of it. We still own that building today. We've had it for well over 20 years and it's cash flowed for us well over 20 years. That one building just in rental income has made us well over a million dollars just from that first purchase back in 1999 or 2000 when we purchased it. And since that one worked, I, I sat back and said, man, this is pretty cool. I got cash flow and it paid for my health insurance at that time. It was paying for some life insurance. 
And so I did it again. I bought an old building. I renovated it. And the third one I did, I said, I'm going to build a brand new one. And I started building retail centers and office complexes. And I did that until the recession hit. And we started doing subdivision developments and all kinds of different stuff. And we, uh, you know, we got real creative. And so people always ask me, Brandon, you know, what sector of real estate do you specialize in? And I tell them, you know, any sector that makes me money. And so <laughs> we've, uh, we've diversified a lot over the years and we own multifamily now. We own uh, warehouses, which has been our focal point the last year and a half with the growth of e-commerce. We own a lot of commercial real estate, a lot of land, and it's been a great journey. It's, it's been a good 25 years. I'll tell you, it's been a very interesting and very educational ride for sure. And you got a beautiful family that, you know, all is constantly like you're a big family, man. You work hard with your family. They're all prospering in their own sections, which is awesome. And then you you even partnered up with Ty Lopez in the last couple of years on some bigger projects kind of in the mix right now as well. If you want to talk about that for a second. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My family's the key pivotal point of my motivation. You know, I yeah. think things change over the course of time. And so the way I actually partnered up with Ty is my move towards getting a little bit older, as much as I hate admitting that, you know, that we got to think about the future, you know, the road that seemed to be an ongoing forever road when you're in your 20s, you think you're going to live forever. As you move into your, your mid 40s and closer to my 50s, I sit back and go, okay, I've really got to think about how I'm going to do things as I age a little bit more. And with my kids going off to college in a few years, my wife and I, our goal was, hey, you know, we, we need to be mobile with our companies. And the real estate development company, it really keeps me grounded at home because we have a lot of employees, a lot of responsibilities. And um, although we can travel, we can travel for small amounts of time, but we don't have that freedom and flexibility that a lot of people go after, you know, and they, they thrive for. We've done extremely well financially, but that freedom and flexibility we wanted more of. So I told my wife, you know, I really got to start partnering with people. And so the big move in my life, Brandon, how I partner with Ty is that I've been the Lone Ranger my whole life. I've never partnered with anybody. The companies that I own, I own all of them. We've been in the restaurant industry, the beauty salon industry. We've, we've owned our construction companies and our development companies. Um, subways in the past, right? Yeah, we had a bunch of Subway stores. We were one of the largest Subway franchisees in the Southwest at one point in time. And so I've always been the Lone Ranger. You know, it's been my wife and I, she's been a good support system over the last 20 years. But I'll tell you that you limit yourself on growth when you try doing everything 100% alone. In spite of how well we've done, I knew that if I wanted to get to the next level and have a lot more freedom and flexibility, I had to put other people I had to give other people opportunities and I had to partner with people that were doing bigger things than I was. And so I had reached out to work with Grant Cardone and we did some investments with him. But, you know, for whatever reason, Ty and I kind of uh, moved in a direction where we just seemed to fit the mold of what we each needed at the time. And so um, over the course of developing a relationship of about three, three and a half years, slowly, we uh, started moving in a direction where his e-commerce is supporting the real estate stuff that we're actually doing. And it just seemed to fit, you know, it, it seemed to make sense. Ty wasn't a huge real estate guy, you know, and he still is. And he talks about that a lot, how real estate's just not really his thing. You know, he uh, he's an e-commerce guy and e-commerce has been a real a struggle for me. It's not my thing, you know, but I know how to I know how to build, I know how to develop, I know how to work in municipalities. I know how to acquire real estate, uh, make it cash flow, make it work for us. And we've been successful at it over the years. And so 
it was a great partnership because it took my 20 plus years of real estate experience and his 13 to 18 years of e-commerce experience. And we kind of married them. And with e-commerce growth, we said, okay, what is the sector of real estate that really there's opportunity in right now? You know, everybody's buying multifamily. Everybody's buying, getting into the multi-unit real estate stuff, which is great. We own it, but it's been so saturated that we start to decide, okay, let's pivot to something that makes more sense. And when we realized the mass need for industrial warehouse space to support the growth of online sales and e-commerce, we had no idea that there was so much opportunity in warehouse space, ugly real estate, over a billion square feet that's going to be needed at a minimum over the next five years, um, just with the current growth. And that's just in the next five years. And so we sat back and said, okay, what if we can just acquire a few million square feet, you know? What if we acquired 5 million square feet of billion, which is a very small fraction of that? What would our profit margins be on it? When we looked at the numbers, they were in the hundreds of millions of dollars. And we said, you know, we could build a portfolio around this that complements everything else that's happening right now. So two years ago, that's what we started on. And that's our big moves have been, we just purchased two warehouse buildings in the last few months. And uh, we have a lot more stuff that we are actively working on right now. But the big brands that Ty's been purchasing with Alex Mir, I'm a minority partner of a lot of those brands, almost all of them. I'm excited to be a minority partner of Pier 1 Imports, Model Sporting Goods. We're working. I, I don't even know if I should let this out of the bag. I think by the time this really airs, though, we'll have a Radio Shack in the bag. So we just... uh sent in money to acquire that here earlier this week. So, so we're excited about that one. And so anyways, that's the moves that we're making right now. That's powerful, man. And these companies are like, they were once extremely big and the last year or so have started falling apart, but you guys are going to take this over, buy them for pennies on the dollar basically, and then put them all online where everybody's buying from anyway. Right. So that, that's the kind of plan moving forward instead of these brick and mortar offices that are just taking up space. Yeah. So not me. You don't want me putting them online because we'll go broke. We'll go back. Yeah, yeah, not you. I'm a silent minority partner that just, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm a sideliner on all this stuff, just acquiring profits over the long haul of this success with sure. uh, Ty's team of e-commerce people. But yes, Brandon, that's basically it. So most of these have already been acquired. So we already have ownership of Model Sporting Goods, the Franklin Mint, Pier 1 Imports, Linen and Things. What else have we gotten? God, there's been so many. Oh, Dress Barn. And now, um, you know, hopefully within the next week, we'll say Radio Shack. The uh, letter of intents are already in. They look favorable. And so it looks like that's going to be going through, God willing. And then even the personal brands like um, um, Mentor Box, which is uh, was, was built by Ty and Alex, and Farmer's Cart, which was also built by uh, Ty and Alex. And so you know, what they're doing is these American brands, this is what people don't fail to realize is they think, okay, these companies are bankrupt and they're going out of business. And it's the real estate that bankrupted these companies. They brick and mortar that isn't supported by traditional retail sales anymore. Online sales just killed them. And because the margin, yeah, the margins are so small, you know, and that's, you know, that's the thing. Most of these companies function nine months out of the year in the red and then when Black Friday hits, that's, yeah. why, that's why Black Friday is Black Friday, because it's sure. when majority of companies go from being in the red into the black and they're profitable. It's the first time 
all year that they're a profitable company. And that's why it's really called Black Friday. And that's what most people don't know. And so retailers typically live in the red two thirds to three quarters of the year. And then it's three months that they really function in the black and they're actually profitable. Well, with e-commerce sales, taking those margins out, it killed retail. Retail is so dying right now. And, but the names, the, the name recognition, think about it like this, Brandon. You say Pier 1 Imports. How many people in America that are over the age of 30 have never heard of Pier 1 Imports before? You take companies like JCPenney's. How many people have never heard of JCPenney's before? Okay. Like Radio Shack, it's a worldwide brand. You take a company like Radio Shack, anybody over 25, how many people have not heard of Radio Shack before? So you think about the magnitude and the power behind these American brands where they have 99. Everybody knows it. Yeah, Yeah. 99% recognition rate, right? So think about how long that would take you and I or the average person to build that powerful of a name and a brand. And so the brand recognition is there. So you buy the intellectual properties, what they're doing is they're taking all the same products and everything online and then adding more. And they're taking that brand recognition that's been around forever. Some of these companies are over a hundred years old and they're bringing them back online to the e-commerce and they're revitalizing them. Like Linen and Things is is killing it right now. Uh, not Linen, well, Linen and Things is too. It's up and running. I meant Pier 1 Imports. I think we're doing close to $2 million a day in sales, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, don't quote so, me on and- that, but I know it's doing extremely well. And, and the power behind this, just like you said, it's like the brand, the brand name, like nobody's going to be able to overnight build up a brand name that people know, like, and trust so quickly, like these companies have yeah. over time. So therefore it's just simply the brick and mortar business, the real estate, because people have gotten lazy over time and the last five, six, seven years, the convenience of purchasing online, getting, finding multiple options and getting to pick from online with a click of a button to get the best price and the convenience of coming straight to your door in a day or two, you know, that's just the easier part instead of going to a store and then window shopping and buying a bunch of things. Right. So that's exactly it. Yeah. So I I love the idea of it's not the business that has failed. It's literally the real estate portion of that sector that has failed. So you guys purchasing these, even being, you know, a partner in it to be able to make this happen is an awesome type of thing to be, you know, proud about for sure. What other parts of real estate do you have going on right now? I know you guys have some projects for the construction side of the business because you own a construction company as well, but you have some new builds going up right now currently also, correct? So we have a 40 acre uh, residential subdivision development that we're subdividing and that we're undergoing right now. We just finished out some subdivisions and some individual lots with some single family home developments. We just cleaned up some inventory, Brandon. We sold everything prior to even going on the market. And so for people that are in the residential sector and have real estate, they need to shake off. We have more liquidity right now with COVID and everything going on than we've had in a lot of years. And so it's been really a blessing. But knowing that the market in the residential sector can shift pretty quick if things don't go our way as we move into 2021, which I believe it is going to shift and there's going to be some type of mortgage issues and happening in the, in the near and up and coming future. I suggest that people shake off any old real estate. And it's been great because we've been able to shake off all this old, not old real estate, all this new real estate and the developments this past year. And it's been a blessing. We just acquired a hotel that we're converting into an apartment complex. And again, where there's financial distress in the market, there's opportunity. 
So the hospitality industry is getting killed right now with COVID, people not being able to travel. So some of these hotels and, and motels around the country that were seeing, had seen better days at one point in time that were already struggling, um, there's opportunity to pick some and acquire some of these properties. And what we're doing is we're acquiring them. And uh, being that I used to own a hotel at one point in time, several years back, I knew that the hotel industry isn't something that I want to embark in again. So we're pivoting and uh, restructuring those as, uh, as apartment complexes. And then the warehouses, we just bought two warehouses in Virginia. We're working on uh, looking at some stuff up in Chicago here in a few weeks and some stuff over in Texas. And so we're actively shopping. Some of those acquisitions take several months to negotiate. We just leased our Krispy Kreme warehouse building to an end user. And we are working with Anheuser-Busch on another one, um, keeping our fingers crossed a little bit of a long shot for a lease, but it'd be really cool to the larger refrigerant warehouse that we have to Anheuser-Busch. That'd be a cool lease. And we're working on that right now. So we have a lot going on. Yeah. So what are the plans with the warehouses? I mean, there's several in the mix right now. Is it really just depending on who wants to lease them out or what it's already set up for? So a couple of different things, you know, obviously the real estate we want to cash producing, but yeah. really our focus is to support the brands. So as we've acquired Pier 1 Imports and Radio Shack and some of these other big American brands, we still have a need for distribution. And right now we're using third-party vendors to help us distribute. Some of that is being done in-house by us. Um, we're, there's a company out of West Virginia that's helping us out a lot. But over the course of time, it's going to be more cost-effective to put three or four big American brands in one big warehouse in different areas regionally across the United States. So we're going to utilize literally e-commerce to support real estate. So we're going to take these brands and have our own distribution centers in different regions of the United States, and we'll lease them to our own companies internally through different entities, obviously, to support them. And what's cool, the way, the way I'm setting up the real estate and facilitating the leases, which is cool, is that you, we could sell off either company independently. So let's say, for example, 10 years from now, we get a, an acquisition price. We say, okay, we can sell Pier 1 Imports for $1 billion, but we own this portfolio of real estate and we don't want to sell the real estate. So what we've done in the past with other vendors, when we sell them like this, we'll set up the leases where we exercise limited liabilities, which means you can buy out of the lease if you want to for an X amount of dollars. We set them up internally through our own companies. We do it based on fair market value. I might be starting to speak French to some people on here because this is a little bit more involved. This is a little bit where all the years and years and years of experience kind of come into play. It's definitely a creative um, side to it that you can still have your feet in the game and still be making money from them, which is awesome after selling the product. Yeah. And so then we'll be able to exit out and sell one of the companies, but still own the real estate and, and collect rent from the people to buy or vice versa. If we want to sell the portfolio, we can still, we still have a, a facilitated lease for the brands, sell off the portfolio to a re for somebody else, another big investor, exit the real estate and still have that lease functioning the same way it does right now. So we're setting it up in that regards. You know, we like to have a few hundred million dollars in acquisitions and, and real estate development through these brands. And I know over the next five years, we can acquire that. And so that's the goal. But some of them we're just picking up. If we find good deals on stuff like the ones we found in Virginia, we just pick them up and we lease them. You know, it was a no brainer. There's a big need. We're making sure we stay by big interstate corridors. And so there's a little bit of strategy behind what we're doing. And that's what we're going to be talking about at the event this in a few weeks here. In fact, is the strategy behind what we're doing and how we're picking these properties up. 
Yeah, I love that. That's called double dipping people, which is awesome. That's where the creative side really comes into play, where you're still the landlord, you're still making money, or you can sell the portfolio to a, a whole nother company, which is awesome. But awesome. Jerome, let's switch gears here a little bit. Let's talk about the event. I want to hear first and foremost, what are you going to be covering at the event? Like, what are some of the topics you're going to be covering? And then I want to hear some of the list of some of the speakers that are going to be there. I'm, I'm super excited for it myself. Yeah. So this is my give back to people. And people always ask me, Jerome, why? Like, what's your motive? There's yeah. always a motive behind everything, right? And, and there is. There's a motive for me, for everybody. And so I, I'm, I'm very transparent. If you guys get to know me, I'm kind of just a lay it on the table type of guy. Some people love it. Some people hate it. I love um, it. I'm the same <laughs> so, way. <laughs> so I'm very transparent. Look, you know, yeah, there, there's a meme behind the madness for sure. It is a free event. It's the first free event I've ever done. I've never done a free uh, virtual event, but because we were going to do it live, we decided to go virtual and uh, we decided to make it free. Although the VIP access is not free, I highly recommend it to people because as I talk about what I'm going to talk about, you'll understand the value behind it. Anybody can see and stream the, the event free of charge. That's a gift for me to you. But if you want to have access to the speakers and have Q&A time with Brandon Elliott, myself, Ty Lopez, Todd all to the Quack Brothers, so forth and so on, you need to uh, opt in to the VIP guest, 97 bucks. It's stupid. It's cheap. I should have made it more. But um, yeah, <laughs> but, but this, we get this, this really shows to other people like no excuses. I mean, normal people would pay more than that for a virtual event, right? Or an event in person. So this is going to be something that it's a no brainer to be able to get all the recordings afterwards, plus be able to ask all the speakers at the end of the day, you know, detailed questions about the topics that we covered, which is awesome. It's what has really been the pivotal point to my success. And I tell people, cause I didn't come from money, you know, and people look at what we've done and I've been blessed, man. I, I just, I'm glad I was very assertive as a kid and very stubborn and very persistent. But in spite of all that, I've been blessed to have great people be a part of teaching me as I bang my head against a brick wall for many years. You know, I wish I'd listened to some of them a little sooner and a little quicker, but no, it, it's really the pivotal point for success. And so when people ask me, Jerome, you know, what do you contribute it to? It's, it's self-investment, investing in myself. And that's what the VIP session is for, is for those limited few who feel like they're worthy of investing in themselves to take advantage of that Q&A. And so what I'm going to be talking about uh, is primarily the strategies behind what we're doing right now. Cause I think Brandon, it's really important. I don't, I don't think that people, I think people ooh and off for a split second about what we've done in the past, but they really don't care because it's not really what, what's going on today. And I think what most people need is in, is Ty. And this is one thing that Ty's really taught me. He said, you know, Jerome, people don't care about yesterday's success. Yeah. They really care about what you're doing now and can they do what you're doing and so we have to be real transparent with them as to what we're doing, how we're doing it, and the strategies behind it. And the reason we're teaching it is because we know that when people understand what we're doing, they appreciate it more. And if we can make more people affluent financially, we can acquire more investors that can come in and help us grow our portfolio over the course of time. Because I don't care how much money you make. In order to grow exponentially, you have to use other people's money in other people's efforts to help you grow. That's in the famous book, Think and Grow Rich. And it's just success principles that are set forth and every successful person utilizes them. And so 
Um, so that's what we're going to be talking on e-commerce, the growth of e-commerce right now, that the need that e-commerce has, how to take advantage of that, the strategies that we're utilizing, uh, what we're doing day in, day out, why we're pivoting in the direction we're pivoting in. And uh, we're going to really focus and hit hard on that. That's going to be our main focus at this event. I've been teaching people how to take advantage for themselves of a small sector of that, that they can invest in. Because as I've been talking about, and I've been kind of preaching online, you don't need a lot. You can go out with four properties and create a couple hundred thousand dollars a year in residual income for yourself. And when you look at America and you think about $200,000 in residual income through cash flow on real estate, that's life-changing for people, Brandon. I mean, significant life-changing. You know, that's the difference between, you know, working a dead end job that you're waking up to not enjoying missing time with family and so forth, just by getting a little bit of real estate under your belt that can take over those that income, which is literally life changing for so many people. It is. And it's not even expensive real estate. Most of the stuff I bought for many years was garbage. When I say garbage, it was garbage when I bought it. It's stuff that I paid under half a million dollars for stuff that I paid for paid $250,000, $350,000 and stuff that brings me in 75, $80,000 a year in cash flow year after year. And it's cool. Cause once you pay those properties off after about 10 years, you think about your age now and think about what you're doing. And for some people, they think 10 years is like a lifetime. Yeah. And I sit back I move to my fifties and I'm going, damn, what ha- what keeps happening with the years? They keep going by yeah. and 10 years quick. Just by that fast. Yeah. And I just think, okay, what do you do in your life right now that you can literally depict where you're going to be in 10 years from now? And it's going to make incredible changes to your life financially that are going to set you up forever. And I just sit back and go, man, if you invest in just a few small pieces of real estate in 10 years from now, you could have those suckers paid off and you can have a residual income of close to quarter million dollars a year. And you can't do that working a job, you know, (laughs) then you could take that money and invest it with us and turn it into more capital, you know? So that's what we're going to be focusing on. And that's not going to be the primary point of the whole event, that's just going to be what Ty and I are going to be really focusing in on. Yeah, which is huge. What about the Quack Brothers? I'm I'm excited to be able to just network with the Quack Brothers and hear a little bit about, you know, what they're diving into. These guys are good guys. And I'll tell you, every speaker, if you guys have ever been a part of any part of my event, and if you haven't, I'm going to tell you guys now, they're industry professionals, just like Brandon. They're not people that were has-beens or had success in one deal. These are professionals that I respect that we either do business with or we respect what they're doing in business. And so we have like the Quack Brothers. These gentlemen five years ago were, they're immigrants, came to America, were broke, and they just had foresight. They had no money, didn't come from affluent families financially. They're first generation here in America. And five years ago, they were busted broke. And in five years, they had, they found a mentor that uh, they brought, took them under their wing and they went from zero to 75 units, multi-unit real estate. They put together and packaged a great portfolio. They have their own educational platform. They, uh, they're they um, really kid hitting out of the park on YouTube right now. And they're going to be teaching how they did that from with no money. And a lot of it's through owner finance deals where the owner actually finances the real estate for them. And they're going to teach you how they do that, how they set up those deals, how they facilitate it. And that way people, average people can understand how people that don't come from a lot of financial affluency get started in real estate. And that's actually how I got started in real estate as well, is through owner finance deals. 
So we have the Quack Brothers that are going to be talking about that, how they invest in multi-unit real estate and what they're pivoting to. We have Nadine Mezzarelli. She is a wholesaling queen is what I call her because she got her start wholesaling real estate. And that's where she made some money. And she converted that into a lot of what you do, Brandon, buying rental properties. And so she's taking that capital that she made through wholesaling and she's investing the best ones. Yeah. And so she, she's invested in uh, cash flowing entities, cash flowing real estate. And so she's going to be talking about how to wholesale, how she uh, gets her leads and how she pivoted from wholesaling into an investor as an investor and how she's grown from that. Maureen McCann, she's awesome. This girl was one of the original fortune builders. And if you guys don't know about fortune builders, it was a great platform that was put together. It was an educational platform that was put together to teach people how to invest in real estate. And it's like its own internal group. It's, I call it like its own internal real estate cult, sort of say, you know, it's like a good real estate cult though. San Diego based as well. Yeah. San Diego based, California based. And so they take your deals, they help you underwrite them. They teach you and internally through the fortune builders, you can buy real estate, sell real estate, get your real estate underwritten. So that way it helps you succeed. And so Maureen has taken down what is she, I did want to say it was close to like 5,400 properties um, of her and two partners. Three people have taken down thousands of rental properties that they have taken under ownership and management. And they, she has just hit out of the park. Just a she, great she's mom. a boss for sure. She's, I mean, she's a beast, you know, just a beautiful young lady, beautiful family, four kids. And in spite of being a mom and a good mom at that, I mean, she drags her kids around with her everywhere. Her kids are real success-minded, just all in all, just a solid person. And I mean, to have the success and not a few, not a hundred, I mean, thousands of acquisitions is priceless. She's going to explain what she does. She also exercises the birth strategy. And so she, um, she's going to talk a lot about that at the event as well. And then for those people, Brandon, that I think the biggest problem in real estate is that people are scared and they don't know how to get money. And so that's why we brought you in. You know, um, I love your story, the way you got started, utilizing your credit to uh, invest in real estate. Yeah. And uh, for people that don't realize, you know, Brandon got started on his own, didn't come from an affluent family. And through the means of credit cards, he was able to start investing in real estate and took that into a multi-unit portfolio and continues to grow. I see you buying fourplexes and buying real estate and taking down acquisitions, which I respect and I just love. And then there's uh, people like Todd Alt. So for those of you guys who want to learn how to syndicate, Todd runs a $70 million a year publicly traded company. He's a hard money lender. He's going to talk about Reg A's, Regulation A's, Regulation B's, Regulation C's, different types of syndications on raising capital, how they differ and how you can get involved and how you actually set up your own syndications. And then he's going to talk about some California state laws for those of you guys who are California natives or or just live in California and some syndication specifics that are state specific for California. And so Todd's going to be talking to people that Todd's going to be more for people that are a little bit more affluent people that have some real estate or really want to make some big moves in real estate is going to be yeah. the Todd, what Todd Alt is for. But then there's Kyle Mitchell who comes from a normal professional background. So if you're a professional watching this right now, you maybe you're a doctor, an attorney, a teacher, Kyle came from, um, he was a GM making six figures running a golf course 
And one day he said, you know, I'm done. I'm going to get involved in real estate. Obviously, he did research for a while and he started his own Regulation B syndication through a lot of research. And I remember him when he was doing his first deal. I was at his house. I, I met him for the first time at his house and he was on the phone with the lenders, stressed out of his mind. And I just remember thinking, man, if this guy can pull this off, I'm going to be impressed. Yeah. And he pulled it off and I was impressed and I'm still impressed. <laughs> and he since then has done several deals and he's had success with every single one of them. Brandon, no matter what city I go into, I have relationships with brokers all over this country. And when I go in to like Phoenix, Tucson, California, the places that, that Kyle's doing business and I sit down and have lunch with the brokers that have mutual relationships with us. Everybody has the utmost respect for him because of, one, his diligence, his, his work ethic, his success, how stringent he is with his uh, business strategies. So, so I brought Kyle in to speak. I'm excited to have Kyle there. We have uh, Owen Gibson, a good personal friend of mine who goes way back, way, way back with me. And we were back in the network marketing days and he's a mortgage broker licensed in all 50 states. He's going to teach people how to take capital out of their properties and reallocate that money to help expand their portfolios. If it's your first investment and maybe all you have is a single family home that you live in, how you can leverage that asset to be able to go in and start investing in more real estate, to be able to expand your portfolio. And so we have an incredible list of people. Sean Maloney, my systems guy, and I love Sean. You know, Sean, he's just amazing. When I met him, he was- that raw energy, just like straight to the face as well, which is awesome. The East Coast love. (laughs) Yep, a little little East Coast. Yeah, straight to the point, no BS type of guy. Um, He's going to bring systems to the table. This guy, his whole success of all his businesses that he's had lies behind the systems and how uh, analytical they run those systems. And he's going to be teaching those strategies and how he's uh, set up all his companies and how he took a brokerage firm from absolutely nothing three years ago and how they're one of the, the largest thriving brokerage firms in Massachusetts right now. They're just killing it. They're hitting it out of the park. So we have a lot of good people, Brandon, and uh, yeah, it's going to be... It's going to be an incredible event. I'm excited for it. Jerome, I am so excited. This is like a full blown out like course almost that's going to be there available for everybody sitting in and watching this stuff. So it's going to be awesome. Every single person, every speaker is going to be delivering so much value. And I'm, I'm just pumped to be a part of it and very just thankful for you and your family for giving us the offer. It's literally going to take away all the excuses if you had any excuses that like, well, not now, not, not at this time, or maybe sometime in the future or not enough money or can't find deals, like all of that's going to be eliminated at this event because we're all going to be covering it. We're, we're going to show you, like for me, it was, I didn't have enough money saved up. You know, I was working dead end jobs at restaurants, two restaurants, working 14 hour days, trying to save up some money right? So I ended up leveraging credit to be able to do so. And I'm going to show you guys how to be able to build up six figures in credit lines within 30 to 90 days. So there's going to be so much value here. I'm just, I'm super excited to be a part of it and can't wait to hear the results of the testimonies from all the people that start pouring in afterwards saying like, Hey, I did this. I did what you said. And boom, just like magic, it it ended up working, right? It's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's what's cool, Brandon. Is is. I always tell people it's not what happens at the event. Yeah, it's, it's what happens after. 
after the event. It's just incredible. So I'm excited. I'm ex- I, I get excited to get through the event because there are a lot of work, yeah. but I get more <laughs> excited to see the results of it. You know, yeah. I mean, like even your success last year, just coming out of the event, all the people that really cling to you, Brandon, nothing but good, good feedback from a lot of people and um, really refreshing to know that the speakers that I respect are respected by those who uh, are participants too. So, so hats off to you for that and um, to several of the other speakers that had the same results. And so, yeah, I feel more blessed to have uh, you guys as partners in this event because I can't do it without you guys. So there's only so much Jerome Maldonado and Ty Lopez can bring to the table. So it's good to have that diversity. And uh, we're really honored to have you guys there. Appreciate it, brother. So everyone that's tuning into this, it's the Real Estate Domination event. It's a virtual live event, and it's going to be November 6th, 7th, and 8th. So put that in your calendar right now, but more importantly, click the link wherever it is right around here, whether it's below, above, wherever in the show notes, make sure you get your tickets. Like they're free right now, right? There, there's no excuses not to just take a moment to sign up for this. So you secu- like secure your own seat and it might not be free this whole time. But like we said, like take advantage now. And then, you know, if it, if it makes sense to you, invest in yourself. It's $97 to get that VIP ticket. You'll be able to ask the questions. You're going to have questions as we go through the speakers. I'm going to be dishing out so much content like really fast at you guys. So there's going to be a lot of questions that you're going to have. So you're definitely going to want to ask this stuff at the end of the night, plus have the recordings so that you can take action on this stuff after, but, and, and go through your notes, but then be able to rewatch it. Right. Because that's, that's where you're going to have to rewatch this, this whole event a couple times, like three or four or five uh, times to be able to really soak it in. So um, make sure you get your tickets today, like right now, don't waste any time. Seriously, this this isn't going to be around forever. So you want to get your tickets today. It's going to make you feel a heck of a lot better knowing that, hey, I got my ticket. I, I secured my seat and then just plan for, for that week. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're going to be doing it live from Chicago at the Quack Brothers studio. VIP is going to be limited, guys. So if you're even contemplating, just get them right away because... We don't want to overfill the VIP sector. We want to make sure that we're able to service all the questions that are asked by the participants that are there. So once we hit a certain number, we're going to, Joseph, who works for me, is going to turn it off and um, we're going to, we're going to end it a certain number. He he knows the numbers. I'm not the, I don't have all the logistics set up. So once he says, Hey, Jerome, we're at the number that we can maximize. Then he shuts it off. He used to work for Ty Lopez directly. He now works for myself. And so we're excited. Brandon, yeah. you're Jerome, awesome. Thanks for sharing this with us. You're the real estate guy. Make sure not to do the tech stuff. I've been at fault at that in the past as well. So, it's yeah, that's not my forte. Yeah. <laughs> hey, brother, I, I appreciate it so much. I'm really looking forward to it. Once again, guys, if you haven't got your tickets, make sure you do that today, and uh, we will see you guys at the event. Any final words for the listeners? Just register. It's going to be exciting. Do yourself a favor. Invest in you, Brandon. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. I love your Ready, Set, Go podcast. And um, I look forward to uh, seeing you and having you a part of the event here in just a couple short weeks, man. We're two weeks away. So yeah, it's fire, man. I'm excited. Jerome, how can people get a hold of you? You know, they can uh, visit us on YouTube at Jerome Maldonado. They can also find us on Instagram at Jerome Maldonado and the number one. 
And you can just Google me. If you just Google Jerome Maldonado on Google, there's tons of stuff and it's all good. So I'm proud of that. It's real hard to dig up any trash on us because there's none. So yeah, you can just Google my name, Jerome Maldonado. And I'm not a hard guy to find. So yeah. hit us up. Cool. I love it. All right, guys, you guys heard it first. Make sure you grab your tickets right now so you can secure your seats. Get that VIP ticket before there's none left. And I will be seeing you guys there. And as always, make sure you hit that subscribe button for Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast so you get the newest episode every Monday. And leave a review. Let us know what you guys think about it, whether it's good, bad, ugly, anything in between. Would love your feedback. Also, if you want to get a hold of me, you can do so at Brandon Elliott Investments on Instagram. Otherwise, facebook.com slash Brandon Elliott Investor. Or if you need any type of credit repair done for you, we have creditrepairmobile.com. And then if you're looking to get educated to really be able to uh, leverage and be able to fix your own credit, build up your own credit, and leverage your own credit to be able to make massive income from it, there's so many moving pieces with that. That's creditcounselelite.com. So looking forward to seeing you guys all there. Reach out if you guys have any questions, but we will see you on the next episode next week. Till then, guys, stay blessed. Jerome, you're the man, brother. I'll see you soon. Thanks, brother. You have a good one. Appreciate it, Stay blessed. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit brandonelliottinvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.